while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Is it? We'll Hello, see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Good we'll evening. S- we'll see if it's a good evening. <laughs> Welcome to South Coast tonight, folks. I'm Chris McCarthy. That's Marcus. We're supposed to be joined by Rep. Carol Doherty, but she's from Taunton, folks, which is um, right up the street from us. A lot of us used to go to the mall there. We did. What are we going to go there now? What's there now? Uh, An empty field. Did they destroy it? I believe they ripped it down. I think they're going to put housing there, which would be which would be good for the area. Hmm. Um, then yeah. we have Ted Nisi joining us at nine o'clock. Ted Nisi, yeah, he's on TV. Yep, he is on. So, TV. so you only get you only get half the Ted Nisi experience. You you get to hear him, but you just envision a man with gray hair, a young man with gray hair in a suit, and uh, and then you can kind of get the full experience. We know all of you watch the sheriff's debate, so you've got a good visual recollection of of <laughs> of, 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 of of Ted. But we'll have the verbal Ted. Yeah, um, but he does. He did say at some point he will come in. Um, he will come in the studio and work with us one of these days, which will be fun. There's November second, right? Correct. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, I did get the. I, I, okay, so um, oh well, yeah, welcome to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. He's Chris. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get in the program. I suppose. Um, with, uh, I, I guess we can get right into the thing we were going to talk about in the eight o'clock hour. Yeah, I think that I think that's smart. Well, we'll, we'll, while we're waiting for our representative Doherty to call, um, and I look forward to that conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll start with this, folks. Earlier today, if you were listening to to uh, the mayor's appearance with Tim Weisberg, you um, heard there was a continuing discussion of the methadone clinic. Okay, um, here in the city of New York, the proposed methadone clinic for Union Street. And there was a rather interesting exchange um, between the mayor and city councilor, Brian Gomes, who, let's not forget, once ran against each other. Yes. Right? Kind of. Kind of. That's (laughs) correct. Yeah. That's correct. Kind Kind of. of, Right? Yeah. So there is some animosity there, and it clearly came out in the phone call that, you know, Brian um, 
you know, the, he doesn't call the mayor back. The mayor doesn't like that. It's, it's a lot. Of, there was a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. But Marcus, I do think the issue of the methadone clinic should be central here. And it's not just Brian. It's the entire city council. Well, so so basically what happened was um, the, the mayor, the city gave the operator of the business license at the Fall River Pawn Brokers, who didn't live in the city, a residency waiver, which Correct. needs to be authorized by the city council. Right. The mayor then <laughs> vetoed the, watch your kids, please. A child just... Please watch your kids. Either that or it was Billy Barty. I just don't know. ran full speed into the window. Right. So thereby um, damn near killing me, scaring me to death. Oh my god. It doesn't end. Okay, so anyway. Um so uh, let's go ahead. If you heard the splat, that was a kid's face hitting the window. But anyway. So you folks understand, under the law, to have certain licenses, pawnbroker being one of them, you have to have a resident you have to be a resident of the community where you want to open or get a residency request. Waiver. Yes. Okay. And that is because, as far as I understand, pawnbrokers have, in the past, run a skew of the law, right? There's been issues. It's not always a desirable business. Maybe that's the way it used to be considered, but whatever. It requires a residence. Same thing as a junk dealer license, Marcus. If you, yeah. If you'll, yeah, they're going to continue. If you, if you look, oftentimes the city council will have to waive the residency requirement for someone to, to, to have a junk dealer's license, okay, to scrap metal, things like that. Because again, that's a business where sometimes they're dealing with um, the criminal element, right? Yeah. Knowingly or unknowingly. So, the mayor, as I think we all did, we saw it on the agenda, I saw it on the agenda, I assumed it was gonna be a brouhaha mm-hmm. over giving this guy the residency requirement, right? Yeah. They just passed it, Yep. They let it go. There was not even any conversation about it. Right. Now, they don't have to grant these licenses, by no, the way. That's a good there's point. No, there's no law requiring them. There's no law saying that this, if this guy has certain things going for them, that you have to give them a residency Correct. waiver. Correct. And after all of this, uh, like, everybody unanimously, except for the people trying to do it, agree that the methadone clinic should not go downtown. Correct. I've spoken with people who are uh, experts in the field of tr- uh, addiction treatment, and they also say that it's not a great spot for it. And Marcus, <clears throat> you, you're making a, a, an important point here, folks. If you remember the city council, and Brian Gomes brought it up in his conversation with the mayor, they went on the record opposing this, okay? Mm -hmm. But, Marcus, up until this particular issue, they had no jurisdiction, Yeah, right? And they were quick to point out, we don't have any jurisdiction over it, we don't have any leverage here, it's all on the uh, Board of Appeals, right? Right. Folks, it's the Board of, go to the next door down, they're the ones, but we're opposed to it. Yeah. We're opposed to it. Remember to vote for me because I'm opposed to it, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I'm against this, but I can't do anything about it. I'm against this, but I can't do anything about it. Yeah, Go down exactly. the door. It's the next guy's down, right? Yeah. Now, Marcus, this does not cast the city council in good light. And I have a lot of friends on that board, but I'm sorry. This is about power. It's about leverage. They had power. They had leverage over this issue now. Yep. And they gave it away. They just gave it away, yeah. They gave it away with, rather than, look, 
They made a bunch of speeches the other night. It's not the right thing for Union Street. I think that was important. Yeah. Okay. You want to get on the record. We're opposed to it. But when they had a moment, here's the part, Marcus. I'm not even sure they recognized it. Right. I'm not even sure they recognized that they had some leverage. They had yeah. they had a chip in the real game. And not only that, I think there's a legitimate reason for uh, like a review of that residency waiver and the operation of a um, the operation of a methadone clinic next to a pawn shop, right? I think both businesses rely heavily on people who are afflicted with addiction. That's a good point, <laughs> right? Right. So, so I think that was a. I think that was uh, aside from like criminal elements. I think um, those two things being next to each other is uh, necessarily predatory and not good for the city. And so, for the city council to just grandstand on this issue and say, "Oh, we are so against this. We don't like it. We're gonna make a resolution." Which resolutions are basically like we're just saying things, right? right. We're just saying this. We can't do anything about it. In and a we couple, won't do anything in about it. In a couple it. months, we'll all be making one on New Year's Eve, right? Right. Resolution. <laughs> yeah, we're not exactly. gonna do a damn thing about no, it. Right? No, no, exactly. Right, and so, and now let me let you know on, on another little piece of information here. The person that owns. <laughs> There's a child banging on the window. <laughs> Took me by surprise. Hi, little kid. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi. They're literally playing in traffic. Yep. So if you are the parents of those kids... Or the Fairhaven police. You uh, are a bad parent. If you... If you're D a bad parent. If you happen to be a DSS worker... If, you, if you're leaving your kids alone to run full speed... In toward, a parking lot. In a parking lot toward a glass window, you're a terrible parent... <laughs> You're a terrible parent. You, whoever's out there, I, I encourage, if there's a DCF worker listening, I encourage them to go to 99, right. find the two the two kids, they're, they're find the parents. They're clearly adoptable, too. Those yeah, kids. no, I mean, clearly, because the parents don't want them. They're right. out here. They're just right. standing out. They're just running full speed toward toward glass. Here they're they yell, now they're, here they come. They're yelling at strangers now. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Good thing what you're nice. What is the sign that says, put me in your van? Good thing they're nice. Yeah, no kidding. By the way, folks. We have a camera. Don't come down with your van. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, these so, kids are ruining a beautiful presentation, yeah, though. They, they are. We're, we're trying to talk about this, but we have these uh, neglectful parents that allow their kids to play in traffic and run into windows. So, so Marcus, the owner of the real estate, which is the only thing in question, by the way, right? This methadone clinic. It's not a methadone clinic that they're concerned about. That's a location, mm -hmm. right? I mean, if you talk about everybody who's opposed to this. They all, they're not opposed to the idea of methadone. They're opposed to it having it in that particular location. Yeah, right. Now, the owner of that particular location, we'll call them the landlord. Sure. They have control. Right. They're also the owner of the pawn shop business. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Which they're trying to sell to the guy who needed the waiver. Right. City council, that's your leverage. Right. We're not giving you the waiver if there's going to be a methadone clinic next door. Right. We don't think those two businesses meld. No. Well, I don't think the guy who owns the pawn shop business, who's trying to sell 10 of them to this one particular man from Boston, mm -hmm. is going to lose the sale of all of his businesses over this one location. Right. Right? All he has to do is say, I'm not going to lease it to the methadone clinic right and yeah. then 
there's no more reason to try to grant a waiver. Yeah. Because remember, Marcus, the city is, as you know, we, you discussed this at the very beginning of the issue, which is why it's important to have a lawyer here on the show. Um, there's federal rules here. There's federal laws. Yeah. Right? The um, Yeah. There's, not the Logan Act. It's the... Um, yeah, it's actually a, a state... Um, it's a... Uh, it's, I think it's a state law. It has to do with the disability addiction, basically, things like that. Basically, yeah. And, I, and, this, and this, may fill, this may fall under it. Correct. I forget the name of it, but it may fall under it where there are certain, um, I think, uh, services, the healthcare facilities and all of that. Yes. That, um, that rely on... Um, that, that, that this you, falls under the disability yeah, stuff. Yeah, basically. So, that, you can't zone, that you can't zone against. Exactly. Yeah. So the city... Without this kind of leverage, yeah, has very they're in a very precarious situation. Mm-hmm. The zoning board of appeals can only reject this on a couple of levels. Yeah, there's a couple of reasons for rejection, and they're all spelled out. It can't be. Well, the city council voted against it. Yeah, they told us no. Right. I want to run for city council later. I want to be. You know, I'm. I. I live. It can't be. There are very specific rules for why the zoning board has to vote. It can vote no. Yeah. Here the city council had the ability to put a, you know, put a hold on this. Yeah. We put a hold on that's it. Well send within, it to committee. Well within their legal rights. They love to send things to committee. Yeah. That's all they do. Uh, what's frustrating here, Marcus, is I don't believe they even recognized the opportunity they had. Right. That is frustrating. Yeah. To a political mechanic like myself... This is all you ever want. Right. Right? I mean, yeah. Marcus, what would you have done with this? I mean, you ju- you have now you have leverage. Until this was coming up, you didn't have leverage. You couldn't do anything about it. Nothing. Yeah. And 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 honestly, like, you know, so so Councilor Gomes calls into the mayor and says, We were against this before you were, which one it's not tag. I don't even yeah, it doesn't matter. Because neither I, both of you, are completely and totally powerless Correct. to do something about it, and when you were, you squandered your only leverage. And when the mayor tried to maybe bring that up, he tried into, to tell them what they could. Yeah, do. Yeah, and then they just said, "Oh no, we're just going to ignore that." They just ignored it. They had the city council attorney say, "Actually, uh, you can't." Which the city council attorney at times. Is kind of like the Senate parliamentarian can just make <laughs> rules that's and it's no it, that's his job to to advise. Right. It's his job to advise. I'm right. not saying that he is wrong in doing the things he's doing, right? But the city council doesn't have to listen to him. No, no. That's the thing. It's it's purely advisory. Right. So he he can't make a ruling on that. He can just give advice. And so he just said, and 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 who knows if if that was even like like if that was planned like oh just you know if oh you can't do anything about it okay good say this in the council meeting and then and then we're going to we're going to shelve the letter so marcus let me add something else to the mix and by the way if you want to join the phone conversation you can at 508-996-0500 marcus let me add another twist to this it's my understanding there was a lobbying effort done on behalf 
of the owner of the real estate, the landlord here in this situation, Mr. Tatro, who I understand is a very nice guy, successful businessman. Yeah. Hey, look, he's got to get a client. I understand he's in the real estate business. Right. He wants to put in a tenant that's going to pay. That's that's his job. I mean, I understand it. The city has a position. They don't want the methadone clinic right there. Okay? They want something else there, not methadone. That's business. Well, I understand that Mr. Tatro has quite a reputation in the Fall River area, a positive reputation. Okay. As a good businessman. Maybe an elected official from Fall River was calling over here to lobby the city council. Right. Give him a break. Just let it go. Just let it go. Give him, give him the waiver. He's a good guy. Just give him a waiver. That there was that kind of lobbying effort going on. Yeah. And that they were also told there, there may be rumors out there that he's not going to give him the lease anyway, so don't worry about it. It's not going to go there anyway. But boy, it would have nice to have been getting it in writing. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or did they buy a pig in a poke? Yeah, did they right. not use their leverage? Did they give their leverage away on a handshake? Yeah. He's not going to take the lease. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Marcus is laughing. Yeah. He's so stupid. Right. Um, I mean, this is incredible, Marcus. It's, and, and, and I just, it was so, it was really wild to, to hear the, a city council, a city councilor and the mayor. Maybe we'll play a piece. Huh? Maybe we'll play a piece. Yeah. Let's actually take a break so I can, yeah, I can yeah. bring it up. All right. Listen to us live. Any. Hey, welcome, welcome back. back. Oh yeah. We're going to play that clip. So we'll play a few clips from the, uh, from the interview. Or do you do you want to play it through? Yeah, play. Let's play. Let's just play the whole thing because it's only seven minutes. This so. is from Tim Weisberg's show today. This is from Tim Weisberg's show today. It's an exchange between Mayor Mitchell and Brian Gomes. Brian had called in, and uh, um, this is you know the the background that we gave. The there's a proposal for a methadone clinic to go and fall for pawnbrokers. The uh, city council. Um, without any debate, gave a waiver for Farver, uh, residency waiver for Falver pawnbrokers to uh, operate there. Right. While this situation is still pending, all the city councilors agree that there shouldn't be a methadone clinic there. They all went on the record. They all went on the record saying that there shouldn't be there. In a meaningless way. Yep. Now and they it, had real power. In a completely, yeah, in a completely mean, meaningless and ineffectual way. Um, and uh, they had an opportunity uh, to hold that up or at least... Uh, attempt to leverage the the methadone clinic proposal out of the zoning board of appeals process right. by holding up the business license, and uh, they didn't do it. So this is the this is the um, this is the uh, uh, exchange between Gomes because Mitchell called it out. Mitchell tried to veto it. Saying, hey, you want to take a look at this again? And they stuck by their guns. They said, you don't have the power to do that. Well, they got the city council attorney right. to say, oh, you uh, uh, actually, he says we can do it. Rather basically. than, rather than, and the mayor, rather than taking it to court. Yeah. Right. Suing the city. Yeah. I guess he's just going to let it, let it stand for now. But this is the exchange. Counselor. I am just fine. I'd like to talk to the mayor for a minute because the mayor's on the radio this morning misleading um, people on actions of the city council, and I'm not going to sit by and let him do that. He's mixing apples with oranges. He's talking about the pawn shop and the possible clinic next door. When we had this gentleman come before us for a waiver, 
for the pawn shop. Um, he was qualified. He, he ran pawn shops in other places. Um, we are not going to stop him from getting the waiver. The mayor, the mayor wants to punish the new owner because he plans to put a methadone clinic or a clinic next door. We realize that we don't want that there. I'm one of the first to talk about that. But let's not mislead the people that the city council did not do its job and did not deliberate or whatever. If you sent back a veto, we legally gave the license to the pawnbroker. He is um, um, in the business and can have the shop there. And why are you mixing apples with oranges, sir? Oh, so a question. All right, so do me a favor, Brian. Now you've called into the show. No, stay, you stay, on, stay, on, stay on the stay on the line. I want you so the public can hear it. So, uh, so you've seen my letter, Tim. You've seen my my veto letter. What mm -hmm. I said is, did the city council discuss the problem that could arise? Problem that could arise when a landlord is running is allowing uh, two tenants to operate side by side, a pawn brokerage and a drug treatment center. The city council did not take up that question. That was not you discussed. You have two separate things here. You have two separate uh, things No, here. they're not separate. Shop. They're right next door yes, to one another, counselor. They are separate, counselor, they so. are separate but the, 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 the waiver Can, for the pawn shop, which has been there, is two separate entities. I don't care what you say. You're going to try to mix the two because you want to punish the owner because he's attempting to put it there. We're already addressing the issue, and I really don't think the clinic is going to go there, but we'll have to wait and see what the zoning board does. But don't sit there and tell the people of the city that we did not do our job and check out this guy and make sure that he was appropriate. The pawn shop has been there. The clinic yeah, is so let's, now. So, so here's my, so yeah, so thanks for your speech. Listen. So you're saying these two things are separate. They are literally right next door to one another. They share a wall. That's where it is, 268 and 270 Union Street. A pawn brokerage and a proposed drug treatment center. The city council did not take up what might happen when you mix the two together? So as much as you want to say they are separate, they are not separate. They are right next door to one another and share a wall. And that is a fair question that the council but did the not fair, even did not even entertain. The fairness is the pawn shop has been there. And I'm not here to make speeches. Don't you don't do me like that, Mr. Mayor. I'm, I'm asking you, don't do that. I, I came to talk to you. Don't talk about speeches. You're a man of speeches. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. So this, this is, this is a city giggle. councilor who has not returned a phone call in two years. So like, happy to have all these discussions. But if you want to have, the dis if you wanna have discussions years, on the I've telephone, on, on the radio, on the you could do that. I, but look, the public can all hear this. You didn't take up the question. You didn't consider what the two of these things w might what might happen when you put these two things together, right? And the and, and I'm raising. I think that I think that I think that I think that the city. Oh, hold on. Let let the, let the mayor make his point, councilor, and then I'll let you respond. I think the city council, because it purports to have sole responsibility over licensing such enterprises, has to take up for the sake of public safety. Uh, whether putting these two things together is going to cause a problem for the neighborhood. And they did not do that. Mr. Mayor, we took our position on what we thought, whether the clinic should go there. We were there before you. 
we were there before you. You came 72 hours later with your speech about whether the clinic should go there. We had already said the clinic should not go there. The pawn broker shop has been there for a while. It's been licensed and it's been there. Um, again, uh, I think you're mixing apples with oranges and, and it, it's, it's just not, a, it, it's not the mix, but don't say the council did not do its job because it did its job. And don't tell the people of this city that I haven't returned a call to you in two years because I've answered your call even on a Sunday afternoon when I'm out doing some shopping when you want to give me your smeal about what you want to do with Hathaway Road and all of that. That's, uh, I've answered your call. I don't choose to answer your call because you're not a man that works well with so you, so you, so you agree you don't return you my calls. You just, so you just agree that you don't what, return what call? the calls. What call did you make to me, sir? You tell me what call you've made to me that you want to talk to me. Oh, I'll, I'll call you right after the show. And then, so we'll, 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 we're happy to talk to you, Brian. But you haven't returned my phone calls in two years. So, and you just, you just agreed. Okay. All right. So I'll call you right after the show. Happy to chit chat. I don't want to chit chat with you. Have a great day. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Look, other, I mean, it's a fair question. So we're not giving. I sent them a letter back saying you didn't consider what might happen when these two things are put together, right? I think it's everybody listening here to say, yeah, that might that might be a problem. We all want to make sure that people who have substance abuse uh, problems are are dealt with appropriately. It doesn't mean you put a you put a a, a drug treatment center where wherever the owner feels like putting it right those things have to be appropriately cited we have them in other parts of the city so uh and then uh, separately from that um you're putting it not only on union street where there's a whole lot of work being done to encourage businesses and investment and pedestrian traffic and all that but you're putting it immediately next door co-located with a pawn shop and that's not in and analyzing whether that is Entertaining whether that is an appropriate arrangement is not unreasonable, and the council didn't entertain it. And so he can. Uh, you, you you said you hadn't had a chance to look at um, the um, city council hearing from that night, but I encourage yeah. everybody to go to go right on to the city website. So that was the exchange between uh, the mayor and the uh, city councilor. I think pretty. It was really something. Uh, by the way, and I did hear this actually, um, and, and Tim clarified for us, and 508-996-0500 saying in the program. And you can also get on the app chat if you'd like. Um, Dan from uh, Dan Dan from New Bedford is uh, talking, uh, reminiscing fondly of the Totten Mall. Uh, Fortune <laughs> uh, said it's like it was two floors like the Mall of Manhattan. He says, "What a memory!" Uh, unfortunately, Rep Doherty can't share the memory with us because she's not she's not in today. <laughs> she didn't show up. She didn't show up. So, uh, but but that's fine. I think this this issue this this issue deserves more time. Yes. So um, so. Uh, 508-996-0500 so you can get in the program and you can also message on the WBSM app chat as well. Uh, I thought it was quite a thing to have Mayor Mitchell and, and Gomes go uh, head to head to head like that in like sort of like a it was like a debate style format when Chris is I mean when Tim was like uh, hold on you, you let him make his point and then right. you know Brian I'm like this is this was us this was us the other night <laughs> this, was, yeah, this was us two days ago and then the, like two weeks before that like you know doing our debates so Marcus yeah. there's a lot here. Mm -hmm. And I and I understand that people at home are not quite following it, right? But but we're going to try to break it down. What the mayor is trying to point out is that the zoning board of appeals has got very limited scope, yeah, as to what they can say yes and no about. 
It can't be arbitrary. Right. But the city council has a law has broad powers. Yeah. To say no. Mm-hmm. They're not tethered the way the uh, the zoning board of appeals is. Right. They can and they can look at a broad range of issues. Yeah. That the zoning board of appeals cannot. Right. Um and so what they could have done is they could have they could have at least given uh they could have at least gummed that process up right instead of just like laissez-faire letting it go through and uh and there's really it's i'm hard i'm hard pressed to find an argument to letting that letting that uh letting that uh business license or that uh waiver pass without any sort of debate at all right i mean it's 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 like i'm trying to be kind here marcus why would you be on the city council if you're not going to use this? I mean, I agree. This this is like mana from heaven. I mean, this, this issue falls in your lap. Yeah. All right. You were grandstanding 72 hours before the man made his speech. Yeah. About how you don't want the methadone clinic. Fine. Yeah. But then they give you this. Right. And it's you just, so perfectly timed. I know. And you just let it go. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Oh, hi, Marcus, Chris. How you guys doing? Good. Doing well, man. Uh, all right. So in Council Gomes' defense, on Barry's show, the day the story broke, Council Gomes called Barry and said that he was not in support of the, the clinic going there. He had made a pretty good stink about it. I'm going to have to look on the podcast and see if I can't find what day it is. Sure. Um but wow, what an exchange! I can't wait to get to work tomorrow and listen to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we know, we know. I, I think I heard that interview with Brian and Barry. But the thing is, 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 um, is that 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 interview, like, that's good. That we're I'll have an open discussion. Everybody can hear it. That interview doesn't change the change anything in terms of the trajectory of where that uh, methadone clinic might go. Holding that light, holding that business, holding that residency waiver does, though. So the right. difference well, between... Brian had said that the city council doesn't have a leg to stand on. And, and then they got a leg. with that. He said it's the board of... The, the board of uh, yeah, uh, but they, but they, they, the leg to stand on was not giving a, a residency waiver to the person who has the... Uh, who wanted the business license to operate the pawn shop. And with that, no one has a legal right to a residency waiver. It's not a protected thing. It's not a constitutionally protected thing. There's no there's no legislation protecting, uh, guaranteeing you a residency waiver. So they could have done right. something about it. And just so to make sure, you know, I don't believe that when Brian made that statement that this issue was in front of them yet. No. So probably yeah, when, no, he, I, when he said yeah, that, that right. this issue you're hadn't right. come up yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. But he said he was going to send a letter, and I think um, Councillor Abreu signed on to it, and uh, Ryan Forever too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that they, they could send a hundred letters, but the the, the, the legal, there's no legal, um, um, there's there's nothing behind the letters until this came up. Yeah, exactly. So then this <laughs> issue, call, yeah. this issue came to them, and now the city council could have not acted, put it to committee. There's a lot of things they could have done, but instead they just. Gave them the license, and now they're arguing with the mayor, who vetoed Wait, it, it. It passed. Yes. Oh my God! That uh, how how can that be? That's insane. <laughs> that's, so the the that's the that's question. That's the question Mayor Mitchell's trying to ask. Wow. Yeah. 
That's just crazy. I can't wait to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you too. Thank you. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, Tom. What's up? I, I'm looking at this from a parliamentary uh, procedure standpoint, sure. and I don't know the answer to it. How long ago... Uh, was that vote to give that guy uh, a residency uh, waiver? Was uh, that like today's Thursday? Oh, that was uh, that was last Thursday because right. I was actually I saw Councilor Pereira at um, Tony Cabral's thing and he told me okay. about this. Oh, okay. and right. I didn't put put it like it, it kind of like went through my mind. I didn't think about it as much, and then that's yeah, did they did they waive rule for uh, so they so, can, so they waived they can it. Reconsider. So they can reconsider the waiver. They can reconsider the saying. waiver. Oh, it's very if interesting. It, 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 if they didn't waive Rule Forty, then it could be brought up again, and and, and they, they can reconsider if you. Interesting. Voted in the majority. That's right, because no. if they voted in the majority and they go to the next meeting. You can move That's to right. reconsider. Yes. Now, now, in, in that regard, you know, I, I've watched the council, you know, since I've been out for the last twenty years, and what I've noticed is the really diminishing of parliamentary knowledge. And uh, Robert's rules, yes, and that's where the power is. I Absolutely. mean, you you could try to get a stop sign passed, but if George Rogers didn't <laughs> want you to get that stop sign, you weren't getting it, and he right. would use parliamentary procedure to do it, and that's how you learn. Now, they, they, these folks, uh, and, and I, I'm not chastising the city council, but on this particular, well, issue, we, we've been we, that's what we've been doing, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they they should have divided the question. So that there'd be more clarity, because you do have two entities that are being proposed there, even though one is sort of in the shadows. But they all knew that the one that was in the shadows was in the zoning committee, and they did lose their leverage by giving the yep. waiver. That's right. the way I look at it. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, and this isn't the first time. You know, there's things that have happened over the years, for example, uh, the the uh, standing committee of the selfish committee. That's no longer a standing committee. That's been a standing committee since the 1950s. What happened to it? And, and what did it cause? You had a $3 million industry going down here with people harvesting cohorts. Right. And they eliminated the committee and all the management that went with it. And the jurisdiction reverted back to the Department of Marine Fisheries. And that nobody in that council can tell me what happened to the 11 million seed, all right, that was negotiated, that was supposed to be planted in classical so people can harvest. Really? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff. What, what about the streets committee? Where's the jurisdiction in the streets committee? They don't have that anymore either. I mean, these things are sliding away, and, and, and it removes the power of the people, you know, for a local government to operate. On this particular issue, I would highly encourage those people that understand what the argument is now to reconsider this and turn around and not give that guy a waiver. Uh, in my opinion, yeah. you know, and I've said it before, I never voted for waivers. I, I don't like them. I think there's enough talented people in the city, uh, and, and uh, that's the way it is. And if you can't find somebody as qualified as that guy from wherever, then whoever is the most qualified to give it to a city resident. Sure. This, this is about the people. So, yeah, reconsideration, I, I think, is warranted. I don't know what the opinion that Mr. Jaratowski gave them uh, regarding the letter uh, that they – did you say that they could 
he said that they couldn't uh, override the veto or they could no, override they, the veto. That the mayor's veto, veto had no standing. Because the, it's not subjected to a mayor's veto. It was, it's just an action that the city council takes on, on its own. And I guess the, the, the mayor's office is next, because that's the city council's attorney, so that's his ruling. But the, now the mayor's office is is doing uh, their own due diligence and uh, trying to just maybe maybe the solicitor um, yep. is, is, doing, is doing his due diligence and they're trying to figure that out. Yeah. There was another recent one where, you know, there was supposed to be an ability of uh, uh, something through the state auditor's office to pay principal and interest on on some borrowing that they screwed up. That that could cost tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you know, I would highly encourage folks to, to stop paying attention, even though the election year is next year. Stop paying attention. Well, it's all the more reason stuff. to start paying attention, right? Yeah, and that's why we've got this show going on at night between you two guys. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Tom. Really, when I saw this thing, I, I thought, first of all, I thought there was going to be a brouhaha over this the other night. You know, because they just came out opposed to it. Now you, I mean, even if you don't know really what's going on, just look at the address. I mean, you knew that in the names involved. You knew you, it was going to be controversial. For them just to pass it through, it's not smart. That, 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 that didn't make sense. I mean, I understood their initial thing. We're all opposed to, okay, now what are you going to do about it? Right. Well, we're going to give the guy a waiver. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. Right. right. Come on. Hey, hey, Tom, I got to hold you there, but can you call back? Yes, sir. Thanks. All right, thanks. We're going to take this break. All right. 1420 WB. Back to the show. So we're getting some messages from, uh, from listeners. Uh, Chris, you've got one from somebody. So I've got one that says... Um, I'm blown away by how inept the city council can be. Jeez. Linda and Brian have over 50 years of service on that council. What are they, sleeping? Wow. Strong words. Strong words. So I've got one from, from, uh, from, from Polly in, uh, in, in, in NB. Says, um, basically, uh, they don't always agree with the mayor, but they're with him here. they not a fan of Gomes and says, uh, basically, some of this stuff I can't say on the air. Says, um, <laughs> <laughs> says term limits, please, apparently. Um, well, you no, know, no, this isn't like, I mean, I'm not, uh, this isn't an indictment on Brian's character. I like Brian. I like most of the city council, but they just made a mistake here. They made a mistake. Yeah. And also, term limits it wouldn't fix this. What would have fixed this would be experienced councils who knew what was going on. Yeah. Who were paying attention. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think the only way to around this is you have to say it got past me. Not yeah. that we did the right thing. Right. You didn't do the right thing. It got right. past you and moved for reconsideration, as, as uh, Tom Kennedy said. We have a break, right? Yep. The WBSM app is up on this. I mean, we'll take calls throughout the entire show on right. this topic at 508 996 it's the first issue. Of next year's city council, race. it is the first exactly. We're already we're already pivoting into ne the, the next election. That's right. So, um, and by the way, we're going to have Rep Doherty on. There was a miscommunication on scheduling. Different time zone in Taunton. Yeah, exactly. They're an hour. Taunton's an hour behind. So, uh, <laughs> I thought they were like maybe they're an hour ahead. They were Greenland. Yeah, right. Like, like Greenland. So, um, so Taunton. Yeah, exactly. So she, <laughs> she's adjusting to those time zones, and uh, we're going to have her on at eight uh, just to talk a little bit about some of the work she's doing. But throughout the show, we're going to take your calls on this issue. We're going to take your app chats. Uh, and uh, 508-996-0500 is, is how you can get on. Yeah. The first issue of next year's campaign. It should be something that everybody's this. I mean, if you're looking to run for city council, and I know there's people that are in the audience that are aspiring city councilors, you should be, I think, pretty read up on this issue. The issue isn't even this issue. 
Yeah. It's the overall function of the city council. It, yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, they really let one get past them. I, I agree. I agree. I, I think it's something to, I think it's something that, and I'm, we're not encouraging anybody to do anything. We're just saying, if you're smart and you're not running campaigns, right. that's what you're going to look at. I mean, it, it is a, and if you're on the city council, you got to say, it got past me. Whoops. But I'm going to fix it. Yes. And I'm going to make a big deal about fixing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, all right. We'll see you guys on the other side of the 8 o'clock hour with Rep. Carol Doherty.